Hello and welcome to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup for research published between the 19th and 25th of April 2022. I'm Katrina Pears, the research correspondent for the ME Association. I've now been doing this role for almost a year and this is the first time I have reported no new ME-CFS studies. However, there have been 16 new studies on long COVID this week. None of the studies on long COVID particularly caught our eyes, with most studies focusing on symptoms and clinical features. We briefly highlight two of the studies. Paper 1 is on developing an exercise training programme for long COVID. The study reviewed previously published exercise protocols to build a new tailored approach. The study focused on the use of exercise training due to the benefits seen for cardiac or lung disease patients, as well as benefiting immune system and inflammation. However, this does not take into account the strong clinical similarities to ME-CFS and the damaging effects of exercise. Dr. Charles Shepard has provided a comment for this study. It is very disturbing to see that this research group is advocating an exercise training program for people with long COVID, but does not appear to have any knowledge or understanding of the very important clinical and pathological overlaps with ME-CFS and long COVID, especially the need to avoid post-exertional malaise when advising on activity and energy management. The dangers of over-simplistic exercise regimes have been known to people with ME-CFS and to many health professionals for many years, and the new NICE guidelines clearly states they can no longer be recommended for people with ME-CFS. I hope that the same serious mistakes that have been made with ME-CFS and GET programmes are not going to be repeated for people with long COVID. Paper 4 is on the use of vitamin D for long COVID. The paper highlights the huge range of benefits of taking vitamin D and its fundamental role in immune system function. Current evidence shows that vitamin D can reduce the risk of COVID-19, for example, inactivates the virus, has antiviral effects, promotes adaptive immunity, neuroprotection and reduces the risk of a cytokine storm, which is an aggressive inflammatory response due to too many cytokines being released at once, which is harmful. There is currently not enough evidence to show that vitamin D affects symptoms or biomarkers, but the authors conclude that vitamin D is an expensive and safe supplement to take as part of long COVID treatment. Some research has suggested that vitamin D could also play a role in treatment for ME-CFS. However, evidence is still lacking. The ME Association has a leaflet on this. Please note that vitamin D should only be taken under medical supervision. Thank you for listening to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup. I will be back next week with the next instalment.